I'm Chad Eckert, and that's Eric Martins, and that's Josh Bennett, and this is the Golf Guys. Cheers. Cheers. Mm. Nice to have you back, Chad. Happy birthday. Welcome. Oh, yeah, happy welcome. birthday, happy. Chad. Thank you. Thank you. I am old, but we don't need to talk about Hey, well, if you're new here, well, we are too, actually, technically. Um, not so much Eric and I, but more so this Golf Guys thing with Josh we put together recently. We're starting this Golf Guys program because it's fun. And it is what it sounds like. Guys who like golf and talk about golf, play DraftKings golf. And that's what we do. We make lineups and we talk about them. We make fun of each other. Uh, we'll certainly talk about our golf games once it's nice enough outside and we can actually golf. But most definitely, we're going to be talking about our personal lives as guys. Because that's half of golf guys. Is being guys. Being dads, actually. Josh is about to be a dad. We're dads, Eric and I. And this episode falls on my birthday. So happy birthday to me. And that gives us the opportunity to talk about birth. Babies. <laughs> <laughs> Childhood. Oh, uh, fatherhood. Oh, and since our very own Jish Swish is just days, hours away from having his first child, I, I thought it would be a good opportunity to just break right into that as part of the program. Josh, what's the scene like in your life? Right now, it's, uh, it's great. We're... Probably about a week away, maximum two weeks away. That's that's complete maximum. What if we did this? Oh, yikes, man! Uh, the closer you get to me, the uglier I get. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> Look, wait. all right, we're on YouTube. Yeah. You can comment along. You can like and subscribe. What's the scene at your house, Quagnus? Look at that hair. Did you put the hair dryer to that thing today? This is all natural. Baby. I'm trying to I'm trying to catch up to you. Look at this. Look at this stuff I got going on here. So it's pretty long for me. Is it? Boy, oh boy. Yeah, look at that. I can like flip it back. I used to uh anytime I could grab it, I would cut it. It's real long now though. Look at you guys. It's dad hair, I think. Isn't that what you do? You just grow your hair out? Exactly. Yeah. A little midlife. You had real long hair uh a couple years ago. Like when you your second kid, I think it was pretty pretty long then. Yeah, it was a disgusting hippie. Don't do that. <laughs> Um, okay, so let me set the stage here. We'll uh, get into our golf picks later, and Josh is going to do timestamps now. We've kind of talked about trying to figure out how to do that, and so that the degenerates, the ones that don't want to hear us like talking to each other as friends, because it could be boring, uh, that want only the picks and the names, we can go to the end. But at the same time, for the first 10 minutes of this week's program, we're going to dedicate it to the joys and the stresses of having a baby. <laughs> first things first, actually, though, we're kind of... Beer is first thing first. <laughs> Beer is. Oh, yeah. No, actually, though, the, the truth is we're jokesters. We're kind of like doing this for fun and we're not really taking ourselves seriously. But we're talking about babies. And there's probably people at home that are very sensitive to this subject. It's a weird thing sometimes women cannot get pregnant women want babies they can't have them all this stuff with things and so yeah. and even dads like dads maybe you don't even have a girlfriend you couldn't even impregnate somebody if you wanted to so that's sad and that's depressing so this is kind of a dumb subject for some of those people and we apologize and we sincerely we relate to you we know how it feels we know that we understand the anxieties of, of that sort of life and i understand the anxieties and the horror of miscarriage myself personally 
And we understand all of that is the miracle of childbirth. So what we want to do is we want to just open this up by saying, of course, this is a sensitive sub subject. So we're going to like talk about how it's annoying to have kids. Of course it's annoying, but there's, you know, to a degree, right, Eric? Yeah. There's joys about, and that we all love, but yeah, we're going to, it's more fun to, you know, kind of mock how your life gets ruined by having a kid, despite the fact that it's a fucking beautiful miracle. And we all, Correct. we all know that. Yeah. Right. 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 But like, like I have friends that, that can't have babies and I feel bad. And like, I might like say like, Oh, it's so hard, Josh. But it's like, it's not hard, really. Like, we're all of this <laughs> needs to be taken with a grain of salt because we're just idiot golf guys. In fact, I'm an idiot, but I ended up having three children. I just had yes, some very, three, very, three months very, ago. Very idiotic. Uh, Martin, you have two <laughs> kids, boy and a girl. I think I'm positioned the best between you two, where Josh is about to face a newborn. <laughs> you have three kids, and mine are like, on the precipice of like self-efficiency. So I, I think I'm sitting really, really well right now compared to the three, to the two, well, as a group here, the three of us against the two of you. So I like where I'm at right now. I really like where I'm at right now. And yeah, we'll, we'll get into why. Well, I remember when Eric had his kid, he was one of the first of my friends to have a kid and it was, he got ruined way early. And then oh, was gosh. it fun then? Oh no. <laughs> no, I was playing golf. Like, what do you mean you are tired? I don't even know what that means. <laughs> oh, Martins and I, we go way back. We've been friends forever. And so uh, it's going to be interesting because there's a few other stories that I have coming up yeah. about Eric and I. And whatever. <laughs> we can get to that. But um, Josh, we're having a boy, right? You and boy, me. Carson James. Carson, you're saying that. We yeah we've been I don't, I don't think we've been hiding the name we didn't really hide the the gender either Carson's a great name I love it thank you I think I think his mom's gonna uh, call him Carson I th I would guess CJ That's probably why she came up with the name I think I'm going CJ though CJ's great that's yeah. fun that's cute yeah. okay so um is this a family name I I don't think so it, okay. she came up with it I have nothing to do with the name well of course she you has don't. boy name girl name told me the name it's like cool. Whatever. Uh, that's how it works. But so um, <laughs> I have a William. We call him Liam. I kind of came up with William. I said William for sure because it's my grandpa. But like we kind of decided that that's a grandpa name. You got to do it. The other two, Olivia. And then I have a Lucas. Like Olivia, I was like, get the fuck out of here. I don't want to name my kid Olivia. That's the weirdest name ever. Like I initially was like, no. But then. I, I can't imagine her as nothing, anything other than Olivia. And yeah. that's kind of the same way with Lucas, where I was like, really, Lucas? We're going to do that? But now I can't imagine Lou. Uh, I love the Lou name. It's great. So you kind of just let them, awesome. the wife's decide that, right, Eric? Did you decide Samuel? What is your name, Samuel? Samuel and Sophia. And, you know, we actually, we kind of had like a, a democratic process when it came to like picking names. Like we, of course you did. We looked yeah. at a lot of things and, Christine and I are pretty good about that, and we had a little we had a little kerfuffle with one of her friends who named their boy who was born at the same time as Sophia Samuel, which was a name that we had both agreed that if we had a boy, we wanted Sam, and so then they named Sam, and she was a little you know, and I was like, who fucking cares? We can if we hopefully have a, Sam, yeah, 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 exactly, and Sam whatever. So yeah, no, we 
we had a democratic process and it was it was good and i i love the names of, of my children so okay well before we get into whether having a boy or girl is better oh god because that's, that's <laughs> thing. let's talk let's kind of start from the beginning and come up to somewhat talk about the entirety of the uh process of becoming a father for the first time which is begins with the hospital josh do you know what hospital you're going to do you have that planned we we do know um okay. and did you take a tour where they were it was a tour required we you know what we took a we took an unplanned tour uh about a week or so a week or so ago <laughs> All, everything's all good, so I can say it. Obviously, oh, uh, nice. oh, like yeah, you we, went there because you didn't want to go there, but you had to go there. Uh, yeah, we were good. we were told we had to go, so we 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 had kind of had you know no, we haven't. Uh, I think we're registered at the hospital we're going to, but we haven't had like we haven't gone to like walk around and take a look at things. You know, what? I think we're just gonna wing it because that's yeah. kind of how we just do things. Oh, dude, I showed up and I had a, I had the whole tour. They made me do a tour, and I fucking showed up the day of. No idea which elevator or where I'm going. About it. Like, you, <laughs> you know, just we panic went, uh, and you just forget. When we went there, we went to, I think we went in the ER entrance and mm -hmm. we just walked up to the front desk and he's like, oh yeah, just like take this elevator and go that way. So they'll okay, tell you about, where to go, man. Just go in the front door. What about classes? They required us to do classes. Martins, did you do classes? See, again, I think I'm, I'm sitting on like the, the positive side of everything. I didn't do any classes. I didn't do shit. But your wife's like in doctor, though, isn't she? She's a doctor, and that's what makes it great. We don't need to take classes. She's well, that helps. She's been in school for well, twelve years. years. <laughs> so no, like, they made us do a class where, like, they told us about how it's going to be, and like they showed some couple in a video in the hospital, and then they were talking about postpartum depression, about how your wife's going to just hating herself and her life and everything. Which is all this fear mongering, yeah. <laughs> Did, which never, none of it actually was anything like this video. No. Do you, so you didn't have to do that, or did you? We we did. Uh, we did an online like a Zoom one a couple weeks ago. <laughs> it was it was exactly <laughs> what you said. So this thing was at like eight in the morning on like a Saturday. <laughs> yes, so all day. and we know that I'm having beers on Friday night, so I'm up way too <laughs> early. And I'm I'm tired. I got my hood up during this thing. You're you got, you're like on camera and stuff. So like, and everyone else is all happy. So they're like panning around to people, and you're doing introductions. You're like, oh, you know, how many weeks are you? Are you having yeah. a boy, a girl, name, blah, blah blah. And they they get to us, and the camera just went to Brittany because I'm just got my head on like the <laughs> on the table. I'm all tired. <laughs> I so I I don't I don't. Maybe Brittany knows, maybe she doesn't, but I didn't pay a whole lot of attention to that thing. <laughs> tired and right. you know, didn't feel like it. But oh, it's such technically, a we did take that class, yeah. Okay, well, good. Okay, so then how familiar are you with babies overall? Are you one of those zero. people that have never held a baby? Or have you held a baby? You said I, zero. I held pretty much zero. I held a baby. <laughs> uh, my I knowledge. Maybe I, I held it. a baby when I held, uh, you know, like, my cousins when they were babies and stuff, maybe I held them. But to my knowledge, like holding a baby, the first time I did it was like a couple weeks ago. <laughs> Dude, but that's the thing is that that's fine because why would you totally hold fine. somebody else's baby? I never did. I never wanted to. There's no reason to. I don't want to be responsible for that little tiny baby. Those things, they're fragile. When it's yours, it's very different. Dude, oh, it's totally different. I, I never what, held a baby before. One of our good friends, uh, we were at their house a couple weeks ago. They just had a, a new baby. Mm -hmm. And the mom asked me, and she was like, 
here, do you want to hold the baby? I said, no. No. Good. <laughs> like, no, thanks. <laughs> no, no, not even thanks. I just not even no. a warm up at all. No. Like just to see how it fits. No. no. That's why she asked too, because obviously we know we're good friends. So it's you know, they know the situation that I haven't dealt with babies last year. She was being nice, and like, hey, like you want to practice basically. I like, no, I don't. <laughs> no, no, I love that. I love that. I think that I think that's the right move, to be honest. I think that's the right move that that any any un, you're a dad when you're a dad ignorance it, ignorance is bliss is what you're saying when it comes to holding a tiny newborn yes when it's your child why the fuck would you fuck with somebody else's new newborn well, especially with so, covid well and then that's a that's a whole new wrinkle but even before before this so so honestly, honestly, before i was nervous about just dropping it like if somebody gave me the baby, I'd be like, "Oh my god, yeah. I'm gonna drop this I, thing." I, I, don't yeah, I don't want. I don't want to be involved in that at all. You know, <laughs> I know, we know that now. Come on, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah you're, that bad, huge, you're a huge person. You'd be able to cradle that little guy right there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Martin's. You said your wife's a doctor. What kind of doctoring does she do? Does she do like anything with babies? Yeah, she's got she's got uh, patients that have babies. So yeah, she deals with babies. She's a family medicine physician, so she deals with overall general stuff but she's got she goes on call occasionally to to uh, check out on babies so she's an expert on babies and that was what Dude, made how, how great are nurses nurses Let's are talk great about that we need to recognize nurses now josh you will go to the doctor the doctor will see your child for like i don't know potentially 30 minutes max and then the nurses take over and the nurses do tons of stuff and the nurses are amazing and so helpful so you can, and like the first one, you're like, it's, it's kind of like going to Vegas and like having that Butler that you're like, bro, you're going to do that for me. Like, okay. <laughs> and you don't want them to do it the first time. And then the second yeah. time you're like, that's fun that they're doing that. And the third time you're like, do everything. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the third time I was loving that the nurses were there. They just, and we had the same nurse back to back. His name was Sarah. It was great. Anyway, but the nurses that's were awesome. people. I, I I wanted to I wanted to push back on you a little bit on this segment when it comes to I, I I do agree that nurses should deserve the recognition they get, but you're gonna push back oh. on nurses? Oh no! No, I'm not pushing back on nurses. I I was just gonna say that the idea that like what the doctors aren't doing. Something. I'm going to talk about the C-section that I encountered. So just be careful. Be wait. Hold on. Martin's. All right, all right, yeah. It just—I I don't know. There, there's this. Weird the doctor thing. itself is. I live with the doctor. Hold on a second. I live with the doctor, and so this like whole like nurses are the heroes of hospitals and everywhere else movement. It doesn't tread so well here in the household. So well, you know. Okay, tell Christine. I obvious. Nobody. <laughs> nobody says it's like. We don't have to say white lives matter like we don't have to say doctors are important like, we fucking know that. the truth is is that the nurses are the ones that are underpaid probably compared to the doctors and yes depending on the system that you're working in less correct. i agree known in terms of the heroics of the whole situation all i'm saying is that they do I, a lot one they doctor do come into my room and actually change my newborn baby's diaper for me that's not the role of the doctor. And correct, the, I'm just saying that's what the nurse right. does, and they did it, and it was great. They, were and they great. did, and it's wonderful. And <laughs> I love the fact that I could leave and knowing that they're yeah. on, they're amazing. So just rely on them. That's what I was gonna say, dude. You do not need to sleep there. Are you planning on sleeping with 
your wife? Possibly? Don't do it, Josh. I don't know. So I there's an option. Know. You have the baby, and then sometime during the day you have the baby, and at like eight o'clock at night, your wife's just exhausted. She's barely coherent. Depending on if she had a C-section or not, like that's fine. a whole different can of worms. She probably is dead. The, the interesting thing here is the hospital we're going to, we can probably walk to. It's very close. And wow. we have what three dogs at home. And my Ooh. my my brother and sister-in-law are going to be having a baby potentially on the exact same day. So Wow. <laughs> that is weird. So is weird. There's, there's a lot going on here that could potentially cause me to either go home go somewhere else you know a yeah, lot of do situations going your on damnedest to say looks like the nurses have this under control <laughs> uh it looks like you're very tired we should send this baby to the nursery it's laying here like a log in a burrito and it's not doing anything we'll get to that in a second let's go home and go to sleep and get a good night's sleep and maybe this is the last couple nights of sleep you're going to get for years Oh yeah, but okay. So, do you? We're. I mean, I don't want to get into the details of like the behind the scenes of things because you know there's personal personal HIPAA shit going on. But like, <laughs> my wife had a C-section for all three. The first one was an emergency C-section. It was a chaotic experience that then spurs us to have C-sections for the next couple because it's harder to do a natural birth after having a C-section whatever i witnessed this c-section myself have you ever seen the show er or gray's anatomy i stay away from those shows on purpose they have okay so josh if they say we're having a c-section today sir and they throw scrubs at you and they're like put these on you're going to the er you're like oh okay cool so you throw these on and then they uh they wheel your wife out of it Dude, this was insane. This the chaotic, most chaotic experience ever was the emergency C-section. We pushed for like twelve hours. We're not gonna have this baby, and then all of a sudden, something's wrong with the baby. They like tell me it's losing oxygen or something, and then, like a clown car, the door opens, and then the nurses enter, and it's like a thousand nurses, and I'm getting pushed back to the corner of the of the room, and they're like, <laughs> "We're taking your wife." And they're doing all this stuff and they're grabbing the tubes and the things and they're rolling them out and they're throwing scrubs at me. And they're like, here you go, kid. So we run over to the ER. They're like, she's like behind this thing, you know, and they're like, huh? And she's like, hi, I'm fine. I'm on drugs. You know, and you're like, oh, cool. It's like, I'm like, honey, there's a hundred people in here (laughs) and they're all exam. They're all, they're taking care of you. Obviously, like everything's under control. It looks like your favorite show, Grey's Anatomy. There's a woman in charge of everything. This is crazy. Her name is uh, Michelle Gray or whatever the name is of the lady. So then they're like, sir, do you want to watch the C-section? I'm like, I'm a brave man. (laughs) Sure. So I pop my head over and I'm like, oh, so, okay. The the first time I watched, I watched the whole thing with the hot knives and all the, the clamps and the openings and pulling the things out and putting them in metal tubs and then all of a sudden <laughs> the baby the emer- my baby emerges like this and it's got the umbilical cord hanging out from it and it's insane it's insane and i and i'm like I, i'm I, I i it's a car wreck i can't look away <laughs> and like 
this experience is traumatizing for sure. It traumatized right. me for like months at a time. So then I have a second child. And then I, they're like, sir, we're uh, going to start the C-section. Now. Do you want to watch? I'm like, fuck no, I'm not watching. <laughs> and so I don't watch the second time. So then, but the third, I have a third kid. They're like, sir, here's your moment of glory. This is the last chance. And I'm like, I watched this train wreck. And it was crazy. And then the second time, I regretted not watching, honestly. So then I, I did end up watching the third one. And, wow. And I, like I said, Martins, the doctors, I have no fucking idea how they know what to do. Because it is complete and total chaos. It's like I take over as quarterback. I would not know what to do. I just, just like they're together. They're basically getting destroyed by the defense. <laughs> and they're having to figure out how to block here. Hand off to this guy here. Oh, we're going to play action pass over here. I mean, it's insanity. Have you ever seen a C-section, Martin? Well, Sophia was a C-section. It was an emergency C-section. She had the umbilical cord wrapped around her neck. This happened to me, yeah. Yeah, so, you know. Uh, no, I didn't watch it. Uh, they just... Did they offer you the sheet? They, they just put the sheet up. The sheet was up. And then we were, and then I was presented with Sophia, so that was fine. So I didn't have to see that. We did natural the second time, and I was present for that. That was fucked up. Yeah. So, but it, it was fine. You know, like that's that's how that's real life. Like that's the thing that was crazy about it. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah. so, you know, that, that's and what's great about science is that we have today is that our our wives will basically 99.9% survival rate of having a birth. It's great. Yeah, I mean, they like took things out of her and they were like, eh, we'll just put this over here for a second. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then they put it back in. Yeah. I'm like, Do they know where that's going? It was insanity. It's, that's amazing. Yeah. Okay. So hopefully that doesn't happen to you, but you know, if it does great, if not, you're going to have a cone head, head a baby. You got to prepare for the cone head, right? Martin's there's my, you're, I mean, Adam Thompson texted me like, Somebody should have told me about this cone head. I thought my kid was fucked. <laughs> it's gone for a little while, then it goes back to normal. Yeah, um, their heads are malleable for sure. But anyway, okay, so you're about to leave the hospital. You're about to go home. You're about to put the human being into your own vehicle. Yeah, and that's drive terrifying. It down the street, it was it's it was terrifying. Martin's, did I not call you? I yeah, I'm trying to remember this call because you said you were having a panic attack. I was having a panic attack, actually. Like, I don't have panic attacks. I'm not really, like an anxiety person. I'd probably just smoke a bowl and like I'd be fine or whatever. But the same <laughs> time, I did not have this in the hospital, so <sighs> I was having like a panic attack. I was like, they're like, go get the bucket, sir. I'm like, oh my God. I'm bringing this kid home. So I called Martin's. I was just like, Martin's, they're giving me the responsibility of this child. <laughs> you know me. How am I going to do this? <laughs> and I was just, it was like, it was overwhelming in a way, but. Either way, it worked out fine. It was a magical ride, I think, for me. I remember that moment, too. I think that mm-hmm. is a, a very important moment when you leave the hospital because you are leaving the, like, you know, care of the nurses and the doctors, and now all of a sudden you're bringing this child like, back luck. to your house. Yeah. And, like, I remember driving, and I'm, like, holding on the steering wheel, and I'm, like, she's back there, and and I'm, I was super paranoid that whole Yeah, you're, ride. like – there are people on the road next to me. Yeah. Like, get the fuck They're away from me. Like, I hate everybody. Get away. <laughs> now. So You're like, I'm going 35. Why are you going 40? Whatever. No. Uh, 
also okay so you're back home you're home this child josh is not alive yet okay the first week or so like first few days thing is still waking up so you have to i and i'm sure every first dad and parent does this where they bring the whole the kid home and they're like i need to make sure this kid doesn't stop breathing i have to do this and i have to stay up all night staring at it that's fine though because i'll just play video games or i'll just do whatever still breathing okay no that's a terrible idea especially the first week (laughs) because the first week this kid is alive a and b it's not woken up yet so this is your one you have to get the sleep then because you're going to get ruined the second week. <laughs> so what happens is you rookie parents will stay up all first week trying to make sure this kid doesn't like do SIDS or whatever you're scammed into thinking is going to happen to you. It's not. So then you're like, oh no, I'm going to wake up every hour, and look at it. And then by week two, you're just, you're just destroyed. And that's when it's like actually crying and actually awake and really mad. Am I right about that? <laughs> Do you remember this, Eric? You're it's been it's been a while for you. You got a four year old and you're youngest. Yeah, it's it's been. I got the three month old. So, Josh, you got me at least. Oh God, I I might have to call you. Mm -hmm. Just maybe to vent. You call. You got to call him. Call me too if you if you need. No, yeah, no, you're right. First off, the text group we have. Vent on that. Oh, that's not just for Eric's terrible DFS lineups that we'll talk about. No, they're not. Okay, so before we get into those, we're almost ready for those. This has been a long chat, but it's all right. It's whatever. It's golf, guys. Part of guys. Oh, hey, Uh, let me add this. Okay. Here's – I want to say I think the theme has been that I'm kind of on, like, the the better end of all of your guys' situation. He's on the precipice of of a newborn, which – is the last thing that I would ever want. You are, you know, three children in, and I. Have- but I've got a three-month-old, so like at least I'm out of that first three month. The first ninety days is god awful. And now here's the thing: Will you be able to say that you have any comparison to what I'm about to say? Is that this? When the second kid came, and we said this, Josh, that there's no point in you staying overnight at the hospital because there's nothing you can do. You it, it just you just suffer. While nurses take care of your wife and the, and, the, and the baby. So what I learned after the second child, Sam, is that after, the next day after he was born, I went home, had a good night's sleep. Sophia went to daycare. I came and checked in and I said, sweetie, is it okay if I go and do my golf league today? And she was like, oh, yeah, it's fine. There's nothing you can do for me. And I was like, boom. Whoosh! And then I was like, <laughs> Your second child, you got. I got approved to go. It was, it was. I think I was doing it on Wednesdays. Yeah, Sam was born on a Tuesday. On Wednesday, after Sam was born, I was there all day. By the way, seven a.m. to seven p.m. So I put in my time. Don't think I'm not a fucking true, baby. true. I'm not <laughs> no, a piece no, no. of shit. Martin's in my time. Like, but the next day, I was like, I was there all day. The next day, and I said, "Sweetie, can I go? Per, you know, help out my team for golf league at." the course that's just down the road because we live right by the hospital. Yeah, of course you can. And I was like, I love you so much. <laughs> that was amazing. And I and I went and I did. So it's it I I've had a pretty good experience other than the fact that my kids were awful sleepers for years and that ruined me. But but I have I have great memories all around. What about Especially boys that. versus girls, Eric? You have a boy yeah, and question. a girl. It's a great question. You know what would you rather have? So 
we were hell bent thinking that we we're going to have two girls and that was going to be it. And then Sam came in and, and it was a, a wrinkle in our situation. You know, I think they're going to present differing challenges. And I know that you know that as well. Uh, well early right on, now in your life, you have to choose one or the other. There's, you got two hands. Got to let go of one of them. That's a terrible, terrible thing. <laughs> no, I would let go of the boys. Are you kidding me? Fucking boys? They're the worst. <laughs> oh, God, don't, don't lie. You let go of the boy. You want to keep the girl. Girls are the best, unfortunately, for Josh. They're great, but you know, as much as you bitch and complain about the fact that our, our boys are putting themselves in situations where they're going to injure themselves seriously, <laughs> constantly, and you're trying to like prevent that constantly, they are a lot of fun, and they're going to be a lot of fun as they get older, and I think you were going to talk about that. No, not, as not uh, yeah, exactly. Like today, um, or like having a two-year-old or a four-year-old girl versus a four-year-old boy, like the boy is trying to destroy everything. The boy is right. loud, and the boy is... Uh, doing stuff where the girl is like delicate and quiet and nice and like cute, you know, like, Oh yeah. But, but I will say, I don't know about in 15 years from now, whether I'll have the same opinion. Maybe I'd much rather have the golfing buddy when he's 17 and maybe he doesn't even like girls versus my 17 year old daughter who could be into older guys at that point. And I fucking hate my life and she hates me. <laughs> so there's that. Um, are we done? Oh no, I have one more thing to talk about before we can get to the the golf because this is 30 minutes in. We haven't talked about golf for a second. <clears throat> My wife has some advice for you, Josh. I can't I wait. Told her about this program. I said, "Hey, there's going to be a golf guys dedicated to Josh having a baby." She's like, "Well, we need some wife advice." I love it. Okay, so here's what she's offered up. She said, "You need to offer." To do things, even if you know she won't let you do them. For example, like you needed to say, Can I help with that particular breastfeeding process? And she'll be like, What the hell are you talking about? Of course, you cannot help because you are incapable <laughs> un- of helping. But at least you offered. You're like, Oh, sorry, I'm just trying to help. Gosh, I'm like just be there to help, even though you're like obviously not able to help. For at least a little while there. That's if you're fair. doing the breastfeeding thing. She says, I don't know if you're doing breastfeeding or you're not going through that process. But if you are, there's a potential that you could put together a bucket next to her. Her little chair, baby's room, whatever that has like all of the things. I mean, you got some like lotions on there and some cooling things and some snacks maybe. Potentially. I don't know. But there, you put together everything she needs and then you are in charge of stocking this particular mm. bucket. That could I like be good. it. That's a good idea. Um do all the chores. That's also a good <laughs> idea. That's what Sarah said to do all the chores because you're not doing much else. Right. Yeah. And you may end up having the ability to sleep too because she's gonna be the responsible one of having to go up every two hours to feed this thing. So do all the chores. Do not now then complain that you are tired because you are not tired. You're never that, tired, that's Josh. A, that's a big one. You, like you may, you have to consciously think the, the words are coming out of my mouth. I'm 
so tired. And it's like, stop. Just stop doing <laughs> that. And I would say those words. And prepare all the meals. And in fact, give her two options for every meal. Love it. That you know what? We got uh, Brittany and her mom actually made 15, maybe more. Like pre-made meals that are in the freezer right now. Oh, that's Beautiful. So beautiful. I can give options. You know, what I can do. It. I just pick these little things up, and I got one pan here, one pan here. I just walk them, walk them over, and say, "Pick one." Definitely. I just okay, put so it in the microwave. You're done. You don't make her. You don't say to her, "What should we have for dinner tonight?" She'll yeah, like, I'm, I don't. I'm so bad at that too. Okay, and then the last one I had from my wife to you about what you should say to your wife is: you should tell her that she's. Looking like she's lost weight. Even if she hasn't, or you have no idea, every morning, honey, wow, the baby weight is just dripping off of you. Right, Martin? I never did that, but I mean. Well, I didn't ask. You know, you probably didn't ask your wife. We didn't have one of these conversations back in the day. Right. Oh, we got some chats going. We got wise words. Josh, Phil's in here. Phil, look look at him. He's got a baby in his picture, Phil. Uh, (laughs) Elfling, Elfrink, he's been around. He's part of the Bagels program. Josh, these are wise words. You can't be tired or also complain about back pain or sores. You can't ever be in pain. And if you are, have a compound <laughs> fracture in your leg, what does it say? You are in less pain than she was with childbirth, of course. Yes. Phil, I appreciate it, buddy. Yes, those are, those so are great words. words. All right, I let's will, get to I some golf. Should we talk about some golf? Are we done about babies? Sorry, this took a while. Last one. Last one I'll say. When she oh. says she's when she says, Hey sweetie, I think I'm gonna start pumping now. Don't just to say, okay. And that's when you become involved in the nighttime horrors. And that's how it goes. That's that's where the, the beginning of the end uh, uh, happens. And so just don't I I would not ever debate that probably. I I didn't at least. And I'm 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 not do you know what I'm talking about? about anything. Oh, he doesn't even know about pumping. He doesn't even know what that word that is. Anything about that. That's, that's great. Right. And that's, that's the best part is that in the next couple of weeks, as <laughs> this man's child grows older, he's gonna encounter problems he didn't oh my God. know existed. And then we're gonna discuss <laughs> them here to on Tuesday nights on the golf guys product. Uh it's gonna be great. I'm gonna be ahead of him. Martin's is going to be done and laughing at both of us. Yeah. And uh Josh is gonna be encountering things that, and then all of a sudden he's gonna say, guys. I'm having a second kid, and we're gonna be like, oh, and we're like, what? Oh my god! <laughs> oh, Idiot. that's great. That'll be coming up here next couple of years on the Golf Guys pro- uh, program. Yeah. Um. Oh, and then it'll be like, you know, a couple months from now, and you'll be like, dude, these poops are insane. <laughs> these poops, and I'm gonna be like, actually, I, I was gonna ask Martin's. Uh, did when did you stop wiping your kids' butts? Because like, I'm like at a point where. My kid will wipe his butt at school, but he still wants me to wipe his butt at home. And I'm like, good God, dude, I can't, am I going to do this forever? Are we <laughs> going to wipe kids' butts forever? Did you just cut them off at some point? When they get into kindergarten, that's when it's done. It's, yeah, see, that's why. That's what it is. So. All right, so that's why. Oh, hey, that's a good transition to the waste management. <laughs> oh. Uh, let's do the standard. Let's talk about what we consumed this week, our strategies, and then what we are going to click. And the first part of that is what we consume. And I consumed the big three, I call them. It's the Feinberg Mayo show. It's the Kenny and Tambo degenerates podcast. And it's the Dave and Pat tour junkies. I, I consumed those three products actually. 
all three of them. I am entertained by them. And you get enough insight that you pretty much know everything about what you need to know. So those are the OGs. Anyone else doing anything is copying those three. Yeah. Feinberg, Mayo, Tambo, uh, Kenny, and the tour junkies. So, um, oh, and what I wanted to say is that I do specifically like about how Pat and Jeff, they kind of have like this talking it out thing. And like, I'm trying to get Joe and I to do more of that is that on Mondays, we want to just like talk it out, but or on Tuesdays, but that's too late by then. So that's what I like about uh, Jeff and Pat is they like kind of just feel like it feels like two friends. You're like eavesdropping on two friends talking it out. So I like the Jeff uh, and Pat show. What do you guys consume? Did you consume anything? I've mostly been perusing Twitter and hmm. I like some of the posts that you've actually been retweeting, which I think is fun. Just getting the like batch of like, here's who's been good. And you tweet out that all the time every week about who's coming in hot or whatever. I just mm-hmm. like to look at that. I don't like to get too clouded with too many thoughts because I mean, we're going to talk about that too. How many thoughts should you have each week when it comes to names? And decisions right you can't overthink right josh are you overthinking by taking in too much content sometimes yes yep well so then what do you do because you already have that database you just rely on your own stuff that's what i do but i know a lot of people don't they have whatever shows they watch on monday whatever shows they watch on tuesday they turn it tune into nagels on wednesday and they compile everything there's i don't i can't remember the guy's twitter handle but he watches every show Greg he has Hack. a list of everybody's names. Hack Attack. He, yes. Yep. G Hack. That's his name. And he, <laughs> he watches all of them and and does the little lines about who talked about who. The, that's what he does it on a spreadsheet. But people do that in their brains. They yeah. they watch our our show. Hopefully, they watch Preferred Lines. Hopefully, they watch all these other shows that are before us. All these other shows after us. And they say, "I heard these names the most. Those are the names I'm clicking." I think oh, that's okay. what a lot of people do. So is that good strategy? No, because we're playing roulette. There's no, like... there is no good strategy, to be honest with you. <laughs> oh, you know what the best strategy is? The yeah. strategy that leads you to names that will help you enjoy watching golf on the weekend. What do you think about that? Oh, what do you mean? So, so how do we know that? How do we know those names? What? That, that's a solid question. Uh, <laughs> I believe Eric plays some of the same dudes every week. He plays Tom Hogue every week. Is it Hogue or Hoagie? Hoagie. And so he what? plays Hoagie and enjoys watching Hoagie play, whether he's done playing on Fridays, which is a lot of times, or he plays the weekends. And then magically, Tom Hoagie wins the golf tournament, and Eric celebrates, probably got super hammered on. I got me- I mega profited, and I was drinking and watching, and it was a fucking wonderful Sunday. I would have been rooting for him even if I didn't click him. So that's also part of the equation here that we have to acknowledge that yeah, you, we're gambling on golf for whether it's for five or twenty or well, some of these people that you wanted to bring up, Chad, later on here that are wagering thousands. That's no, the guy that was gambling for four hundred thousand, he was in debt. Jesus. Did you see Christ. that tweet? I did see that. I completely... there was a guy that had the graph that was like zip 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 zip, zip to the bottom, and then all and of a sudden hit it one. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> unbelievable. But he's obviously single because no woman would. Marry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You wouldn't. You would never be having a baby, <laughs> unless you were like a rich kid trust fund. I don't know who the fuck you are, but that's amazing. Um, we can talk about the fact that Twitter doesn't help you. Oh, we can talk first of all and foremost of all that the three course rotation tournaments, dumb. Like let's yeah. not do those. In fact, um, 
we should probably not even start doing podcasts until the Genesis. I mean, maybe this week because it's fun because the guy, you know, this 16th range, people showing boobies and like things are going on and like crazy atmosphere. Kobe jerseys. Kobe jerseys yeah. and chilling. But like this three course rotation shit is impossible to predict. And it is oh, yeah. a gamble. And, um, Oh, should we bet uh, people with the seven-stroke lead? I mean, there was a, a point in the tournament where Seamus Power won. Should we in-game bet? We learned that that's kind of stupid. Well, don't forget Hokey shot minus nine, I think, on Thursday. So he won. Then he did point. Yeah, he won. He did win. Then he ended up winning. So it was kind of like, it's funny. We always scoff at these guys that make these huge leads on thursday it's over. yeah and then it's it's over i'm fucked and then it's good for hoagie for like actually coming through i mean he had to he had to come back from a deficit he was facing well, power know. power was de- it was over i mean like he had 17 under at one point i thought you know what the like, most egregious winner though of the tournament was mav mcneely mav mcneely <laughs> he won six old the first hole he was one under through one, and, and tweets people. are everywhere. <laughs> Mad McNeely, winner. Unbelievable. What? People never oh, I love it. I love it. Um, oh, <laughs> every week. I, I wanted to say that Showdown is fun. Yeah. I thought Showdown sucked, and it was not fun. And then I started doing some Showdown stuff because uh, I was out of it completely for last week, and my wife was out of or left my house for a night. It was crazy. So I did a live show and then it was great. It was fun. I made some money doing it. I tried to do like a lineup that I was like thinking this is smart. And then a lineup that I was like thinking that was stupid. And I actually like, I had some fun doing this stuff. And uh, I think maybe, maybe showdown. You could try it for fun. That's a great way to hedge. If you're not a better, or if you lost it all and you're terrible, you got Tringali right. and six over. Is he hurt? I think he might have been hurt though. Yeah, I think he was hurt. It's obvious. So it might not be fair to say that. Must have been whatever. Nice I was out of it. Hurt. Cameron Champ, I should just mention. Oh, my reason. He was awful. <laughs> I don't know why I did that. Okay, so what you need to do though, you need to make sure to throw your lineup into a one dollar and five dollar or something or other, right, Martins? Yeah. So Martins had a great week, and then he forgot to do what he gave us all advice to do the week before. <laughs> Fucking idiot. I threw it into the $15 mayo. I think that's – I think that was – Well, that's – yeah. If you did not do that and you just did my leagues – Yes, that would have been stupid. You can – you would have – you can have cost me for that. Should I have also just added six more dollars because what the fuck difference does six more dollars make when our competitors are all out here throwing around tens of thousands of dollars potentially? Yes. I should have put one more lineup at least in those single entries, if not in the other ones. I didn't, but we had, I said on the lineup with fucking Josh right here that this is a terrible, this is a terrible tournament that's highly volatile. Oh, we have right. no idea what's going to happen when it comes to the three courses, Pebble Beach, weak ass fucking field. I don't know. I, I didn't have confidence to be honest, and yet yet I, the week I don't have confidence, I make a profit. What does that mean? What does that mean? Answer me. You're terrible at DraftKings. That's what that means. Yeah. The weeks that I'm I'm very very confident, I do well. The weeks that I'm not confident, I do poorly. That's like how it should be, right? Versus (laughs) you're the opposite, which is crazy. (laughs) Your initial instincts are are horrible. 
We know that. So let's look at his initial instincts. Let's look at the lineups. Josh, do you have the lineups? Because we yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. Each week at the end of the pod, we're going to show who we clicked into our lineups. Now, I did want to mention that I'm going to consider waiting. Can you zoom in a little bit or no? Working on one more zoom in. Okay, so then, <laughs> yeah. There we I go. think you got to kind of wait till Wednesday to solidify. Now, you need to make decisions Monday and write down about a dozen names, you know, some at the lower sevens and one of the six Ks that you're in love with. And then by after you listen to my Wednesday ownership projection show that's on the YouTube page, Absolutely. you need to then from those dozen names, choose your six based on wow no i'm not kidding though like i've been saying things on that thing on wednesday and i don't listen to myself but had i have i i had had i made if i'm a guy that makes 150 lineups i'd be a millionaire i i think based on some of the game theory shit that i learned from using this ownership projection stuff Mm -hmm. so you got to kind of consider that i don't know my m-i-h-i-g-h Am I drunk for my because it's my birthday? <laughs> no, you're no, no, you're you're. I think you're on point, and everyone should listen to your not only not only your initial look, your initial look, and then the uh, oh first look, yeah, the first look, and then the final ownership projections. That is a great place to like kind of consolidate and put everything together in your brain, and then make your lineup because. So much happens in between and, you know, overthink, underthink, little think, no think. We talked about this. Or we Dude, texted right? about this. Like, don't fucking, don't think too much and don't think too little. Just Okay, don't. so who did you think about when you were clicking? Well, look at, look at, look at the names. I mean, I think it speaks for itself. Wait, we all have Gooch? It's a great lineup. Well, Gooch was the last man standing for me and I, I had to take him. Because Wait, you're, you're the middle then? Yeah, huh? yeah, let- let let's let's fill in who's who. So the left the left over here, this guy, is uh is me, and okay, the middle. So, you, so Josh for the YouTube for the iTunes customer, Josh yeah, Bennett yeah, yeah. has started with Jordan Speed, and then he clicks to Finau. Mister Game Theory goes to Adam Scott. He has Answer Gooch and Mito. Wow, that is a great line. Aggressively interesting. Aggressively but good. I will say <laughs> Gooch and Mito will be popular. Well, they'll be clicked a lot because Mito is getting a lot of love. I clicked Mito last week and he was god awful. What makes you think he won't be god awful? The re- uh, regression to the mean. Is that what, is that what they call it? They could. They could. You, you come that. back to being good. Yeah. Every golfer has bad weeks. Sure. Why? Same and last Mito? week he's. He's, I don't know, he's probably never played in that tournament, never looked, don't really care, but he's probably no, never he played in it. Three-course rotation, amateurs. Does, he, does Mito really care? He probably does. He's trying to keep his card, but it's a stupid tournament. Now he's coming into a tournament where his game is probably good here. Like, he's a ball striker guy. He's going to be good. He'll be back. All right, Mr. Mito, Mr. Ball Striker. Okay, so then you have Answer and Gooch, and so do I. I'm in the wow. middle. Why don't you why don't you tell us why Answer and Gooch are good? Your lineup's in the middle. Mr. Answer and Mr. Gooch are underpriced. That's the bottom line. That $79 and $7,800 for Answer and Gooch are great prices. There are reasons why you should click them. I started my lineup with Xander Shoffley. <clears throat> now, I am I am debating still a 2v2. 
I'm, I'm always into these 2v2s. So I'm wondering if I should use Burns or Xander and whether I should use – who did I have? I have somebody else and uh, Herbert. I think Henley maybe. No, Gooch and, Gooch and Herbert. So I'm on the fence about Gooch. But at the same time, either way, no one cares. I'm going to go with Corey Connors because I think Corey Connors, this kind of sets up for him. It's something that he – it feels like with the, the price that he's at, he could overachieve that. Russell Henley has played the one, some of the best golf of his career. I think Henley, at the price he's at, I'm interested in that. Abraham answer, Mr. James, my friend James, that is who the house is on. It's Abraham answer. He likes Bermuda. He played well last week in Saudi. Abraham answer feels like he fits this course more than other courses. So at 7,900, that is a joke of a price for Abraham answer who won at the WGC in August at a TPC course. So I believe it's a Bermuda course. We know Abraham answer likes the desert kind of stuff. He's a Mexican guy. Let's go. Abraham answer at 7,900. I don't see him in your lineup, Eric. He's not in your lineup. You chose Rom. You're going to go to the tippity tip top. Of course you coward picking mm-hmm. Rom. So let's go to Rom, Scheffler, Gooch, Siwoo Kim, Pat Perez, and Adam Hadwin. Are you trying to win the GPP with this thing? Well, you have to make decisions when you take the top price golfer, and I've I've gotten used to that and comfortable with it over the years. So don't 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 fucking call me a coward. You know how to <laughs> roll with this shit. That's no there's no cowardly act. In fact, it's a brave act to take the top. Price golfer, the most owned top price guy overall. No, he's not gonna be the most. Uh, are you suggesting he's gonna be the most owned as well? well? I mean, I could check in our friends at fanshare.sports.com and we could decide and see what okay, they've got. Well, we'll find out here tomorrow. I'll be listening into your uh show and we'll find out. But um, right now, I that's the most owned name. So, you're- <laughs> <laughs> well, it, fortunately, I'm playing this in a, in a lineup where I want to see some made cuts and I. Adam Why Hadwin. do you like Gooch? Why do we all like Gooch? Well, I don't know. That's a question that you're that's a bad to sign. That is it? a bad sign. It might I, be a bad I think, sign. I I I I have him because of you, basically. But oh. the other guys, Adam Hadwin hasn't missed a cut at cut at this event in years. Siwoo okay. uh, Kim does, you know, he does well at, at at various events. And Pat Perez is on a heater. I like that. I I, I like to get on the heater. I clicked some Pat Perez. Yeah. Yeah, and and I told you that I would pay ninety five hundred for Scott Scheffler when you put out your uh, prediction prices, and he was ninety one hundred. So I I saw that it was value. So I could, I got some Scheffler I, in my life. I got I got I got Perez, or excuse me, I got John Rom and Scheffler is my kind of like top price names. We'll see where it goes from there. I mean, of course, I'm making twenty lineups this week. This is one out of twenty because this is a fun field to make twenty lineups in. Yeah. The I last, made 20 lineups. The last Should I tweet week? them out? Should I tweet yeah. out my tallies? Are you? Oh, really? You're doing tallies? Wow. It's I got. Bad. I did tallies this week. Oh. Oh, you my know why? God. Because it was my birthday today, and I was like, I want to make some lineups for my birthday. Yeah. <laughs> it's so sad. I'm I'm that at a point sad. in my life where my joy is uh, <laughs> going to find a loan spot in my office and <laughs> – Make a bunch of gambling lineups because I'm like <laughs> So I put them in the three dollar. I'll tweet them out. I uh, yeah. Um, I don't know. I got answer. I got Connors. 
I got Horschel. Horschel's a good price. All your brand. Lucas Herbert, though, at 68 or 66, whatever. Lucas Herbert's a great price. He's going to be awful. He won at the Bermuda Championship. It's Bermuda here. We like Bermuda guys. Bermuda guys like Bermuda. That's true. He's going to shit his pants when he gets to the par three with the 100,000 people watching. Lucas Herbert is going to shit his pants. Do you know him? He is very balls of steel. Proven winner. Yeah, he's won a lot. I like Lucas Herbert. He's a misprice for sure. Um, Gooch and Henley and Connor. I don't know. Whatever. Okay, so are we done with the program for the night? Do we talk enough about babies? Are you feeling like you're comfortable going into next week, Josh? We we got some good advice. Tell tell your wife I said thank you. She uh, gave me some great advice that I will I will take into consideration. That is true. I um I will give her the credit for that. Um, if you'd like to comment along on your advice below, that'd be great. That'd be helpful to Josh. Or you can comment along who you're going to pick this week. Uh, who's the best chance at a mega profit for you? Uh, comment along, like and subscribe, rate and review. I wanted to remind you that you can go to manscape.com and use the promo code golfguys20 for 20% off and free shipping might get you there before valentine's day you gotta you know trim yourself up make yourself look good all right thanks for watching liking subscribing see you guys next tuesday maybe we won't see josh though we might not yeah it's possible live from the hospital out.